Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling podcast, the place where you get actionable sales insights that are backed by hard science. I'm your host, David Hoffeld, and today we're going to talk about a vital topic for us all to think through and that is, why are you in sales? And why do you remain in sales? And this topic really does matter. We're going to talk about why, and I'm going to take you through a little exercise that'll help you strengthen your why. But before I do, I want to remind you that we are just a few episodes away from our Ask Me Anything episode. That is where you control the agenda. So if you would like to have your question answered in that episode, email it to us at info at huffeldgroup.com, info at huffeldgroup.com. Thank you to all of you who have already submitted some great questions, by the way. Let's jump into our topic for today, which is what is your why? Why did you get into sales? And perhaps even more importantly, why do you stay in the profession of selling? And the reason I want to tackle this is because researchers have found that having a strong why for what you're doing, whether it's achieving a goal or your profession, why you remain in it, and will foster your motivation to continue on, to give your all, and to become even more effective. And when it comes to goals, it improves the likelihood of achieving any goal when you have a strong why. Because just like in any goal, in the profession of selling, you will constantly encounter obstacles and challenges. And those who have a strong why will push through. Those who don't, won't. And there are many people, we all know them, who start in the profession of selling, they might even do well for a couple years, and then they wash out of the profession. And often, why is that? When you dig down into it, one of the primary reasons is they were only in it for the money. Now, don't get me wrong. Everyone in sales, we all like money. In fact, everyone in every profession, I don't know of anyone who doesn't like money, right? It makes life a lot easier having money. And sales is a great profession and many of us were originally drawn to it because of the money uh, you can make in it but if that's all if that's how deep your motivation goes if it's that shallow when hardships come or challenges come you'll eject or if you can find another profession where you can make a dollar more off you go right and so we want to make sure that our motivations are more than just money because if that's all it is then you might want to reconsider even being in the profession. If it's just because of money, then you're probably missing out on what you were called to do, which is most likely something else. But I know for those of you who listen to this podcast, you love selling. You love the activity of it. And so we're going to dive into what is your why, because what the research shows is this makes a big difference. Let me give you one example uh, a number of researchers looked at how you can improve motivation to achieve any goal or remain in any profession, stick it out when the going gets tough. In fact, they titled their research, which kind of tips their hand as to what the conclusion of it was. It's titled, When the Going Gets Tough, the Why of Goal Striving Matters. 
And their experiments in this research study found that the motivation to achieve any goal or remain in a profession really predicted your persistence levels, your engagement levels, and how effective you were. So this matters a lot. So I want to ask you, why did you first get into sales? Think about that for a moment. I know for me, I had just graduated with my master's degree and I needed to get a job and I naively thought I could sell something. I had done some presentations in the nonprofit world before and I thought, you know, I'm good at presenting, I think. And people have said I'm okay. So I thought, well, I could sell something, make some money. I didn't wasn't looking at sales as a long-term career. I was looking at it maybe for a few months, maybe a year at the most. And I got into it as a way to make some money, but I quickly fell in love with the profession, with the activity of selling. I found it incredibly engaging, very challenging. One thing that I love about selling is it's not boring. As a person who is easily bored, I love that selling is never boring. Every day there's something new. People say things. Even now I hear things that I've never heard before, which is rare. I remember even last week, I remember saying a trainer said something and I'm like, well, I've never heard that before. It wasn't a positive thing. It was kind of a little bit of sales crazy, traditional sales mumbo jumbo nonsense, but uh, it was unique if nothing else. And I'm like, well, that that's a first. There's a lot of interesting things in selling that happen all the time when you deal with people. And so it's never boring. Boy, one thing I found too, I don't know about you, when I first got into sales, I got into a one-call close and I found that addicting. Oh, wow. The rush of closing a sale. It was a drug that I got paid to take. It was awesome. And so I'm like, I got to get good at this because that feeling of closing the sale. And then as I got into other type of sales throughout my career, that same thing of pursuing a client, sometimes over months or even a year or more, and then closing that sale, you get that rush that closing gives you. And it is addicting. And many people, when they get in the profession, just that alone, they can't leave. They're like, ah. It's that high of closing, that accomplishment, and then also enjoying the work. I know that's one thing that really struck me was I enjoyed the process of selling, of working with people, of influencing them. That really resonated deeply with me. One of the reasons why, as I thought about this, goes back to, like most things, our childhood. I remember when I was 10 years old, my mother gave me the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, a classic book that has been read by business leaders. Even Warren Buffett, the famed investor, went to a Dale Carnegie class and attributes him with some of his success of just learning how to deal with people. So this book was given to me. In it, Carnegie talks about how to influence people. And I remember as a 10-year-old child just being amazed at what I was reading. It was like learning how a magician's trick worked because this opened up a whole new world to me that I didn't understand. But as I got a glimpse of it through that book, I'm like, wow, this is really appealing to be able to influence people like that. And it wasn't until many years later when I got in the profession of sales that I saw that what had attracted me in that book I saw it lived out on a day-to-day -day basis. For me, that resonated. And I've also found 
that selling is something I admire, especially when I first got into sales. I remember watching some really seasoned sales managers who were quite good, really unique people, but really quite good at selling uh, the stories I could tell, The uh, but very good at selling. And I remember watching them my first few months of selling, just the way they asked questions. I remember seeing one sales trainer he was asking questions and he just in a matter of three to four minutes opened up this person and they were just sharing all these personal things with him. And I'm like, how in the world did you just do that? And it wasn't until later that I understood they were using first, second and third level questions. At least that's what I called them. Uh, they had this individual. I just figured it out over a couple of decades, but that's what he was doing. He was using second, and third level questions, but I was just, that was incredibly appealing. I'm like, that was amazing. I've never seen anyone do that. When I took my master, got my master's degree, I took master's level counseling classes on how to counsel. And uh, I never saw that there, not even close. What I saw this sales trainer do, like a few months into the profession of selling, I was like, how did you do that? Because I have never seen anyone ever be able to do that in my entire life. So anyway, it was very appealing uh, to me. Probably the, the biggest thing for me why I got into sales and why the biggest thing why I stayed, and let me know if this resonates with you, is because I believe selling is a powerful way to serve other people. Through it, you can help people solve their most challenging problems, accomplish their personal, professional goals, and really improve their lives. So sales is also what generates revenue that provides jobs and spurs economic growth. In fact, it literally plays a vital role in our careers, in our communities, in our world. Selling, I found, is just a powerful way to do good in the world. But that's me. What about you? I want to ask you this question. Why are you in sales? And I want you to think through this. And I want to go through a little exercise with you right now. I would like for you to think of right now three motivational reasons, meaning these reasons get you excited. Why do you stay in the profession of selling? What are they? Three things. And if you're near a, a pen or paper or near your computer, jot them down. What are three reasons why you got into and you stay in the profession of selling? Take a minute and do that right now. Then let's finish that up. Jot those down. If you're not able to come up with three, I want you to revisit this later on. Again, the deeper you're wise, the more likely it is you are to persevere and become and stay an elite sales professional. So I want to I want you to think through your whys. And once you have documented them, whether you already did that or you're going to finish it up later on. I want you to think about these and say, are, do these really matter to me? Do these wise? I mean, if I accomplish them, am I proud of that? Or is it just something you know I do because I do, or I don't have any better options at the moment? Do you really care about those whys? If you do, awesome. If not, I want you to dig deep and I want you to say, okay, is there other whys I should have here instead? And if you may say, well, David, I'm struggling to find any why. That's a problem, right? That's a problem. That's a signal that maybe what you're doing isn't 
the right fit for you. I'm not here to sell you on anything except doing what you were meant to do. If that's selling, awesome. If it's not, find out what is. You only get one shot, one life, right? So do what you were meant to do. Because when you find that thing and you go all in, it's a beautiful thing to watch and a beautiful thing to experience. So take that seriously. Analyze those whys. Think through them. And you can reflect back on them when things get challenging because it'll help you give that push to push through a rough day or a rough sales call or a bad performance review or a bad quarter, right? To continue on thinking long-term because you have whys that motivate you to take the next step. But now I want to do a quick exercise with you where we look at the opposite. I want you to think through right now what behaviors, situations, or activities hinder your why to be in sales. Meaning, what happens when you question if you want to continue on or you're not as motivated to sell? Are you thinking of a manager you had in the past who drove you nuts, a leader like that who demotivated you? Is it when you work with a particular kind of customer or potential client? Is it when a certain situation arises, or when you engage in certain behaviors that you don't like? I mean, certain part of the job, right? And there's always things you don't like about the, uh, any job, right? No job is 100% perfect all the time. But are there ever things where you do it, where you've had to do it a considerable amount of time, and you feel demotivated to sell or to be in the profession at all? I want you to think through what those are. Because that can also be really helpful when you think about what is the right position for me. But this can also be really helpful as you think through how can I guide my day? How can I arrange my time to avoid or minimize or outsource some of those activities? So to think through what is it that really pulls me away from those whys? What is it that calls me to not be motivated to sell or to in the profession at all. Thinking through that can be very, very impactful and very useful. So what is your why? I want you to think through and have at least three. If you have more, awesome. Make sure they matter. It's not about how many you have. It's how deep they are. If you have three deep whys, awesome, good job. And then think through what are the behaviors, situations, activities that pull you away, that make it so you're not excited about selling, make it so you question if this is the right thing for you, and how can you minimize those or avoid them if they're unhealthy or unproductive? So think through that because the understanding these things can help you have a more enjoyable career. And when the going gets tough, you'll have those strong whys, which will give you that motivation to continue on. Thank you so much for listening. I hope in this episode, especially, you realize how impactful selling is. What an amazing profession you and I are a part of and privileged to be in and work together to help others achieve their goals and really serve others. And again, this is why I believe, because I believe selling is so important, this is why I believe it is too important to be based on anything other than proven science. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.